Hello and welcome to Inside the Pod, the podcast from the Processors and Growers Research Organisation. I'm Ben Pike and today I've got with me Roger Vickers and Steve Belcher from PGRO and we're going to cover a, a couple of good topics for you this week. We're going to kick off by talking about the Pulse Market Update which has been issued by PGRO in the past few days. To summarise, uh, I've asked Roger to, to join us and talk through some of the figures. It's obviously available on the website if you'd like to go and read it in full. That's pgro.org and you'll see it at the top there. Um, but Roger, for those of you who uh, pre- prefer to listen to the data rather than read it, could you perhaps give us a, a summary of the Pulse Market update, starting with the planting data um, that's been provided in there around um, around field beans and uh, and field peas harvesting dry. Yes, Ben. Uh, thanks. Thanks for that. Um, we we um, we're reliant on the data retrospectively every year. It's a bit of a frustration because, of course, we'd all like to have a crystal ball that knew what was going to be sown for the, the current cropping year. But in reality. We never get a real handle on this until September, October, when DEFRA published their June survey figures. And uh, yeah, it looks like uh, the the crop 2023 was very, very similar to crop 2022 with the suggestion of a slight increase in bean and pea area, but with the degree of confidence that DEFRA put about their survey, meaning that actually that could either be less than 2022 or uh, perhaps another ten thousand hectares on top of what they've what they've suggested. It is a survey. It doesn't uh, it doesn't count up every single area of, of crop sown. Um, it, it just it's a, a survey they conduct across a proportion of growers, and they they multiply that up across the national area. And as it, we stand at the moment, uh, we've only got the area for England. So the data shown on the because in the October update is just for England. I don't expect it to be substantially different because that is the area where most of the pulses are grown in the UK. And for those of you who haven't seen the figures, it shows um, sort of estimated planted area of 210,000 hectares uh, for field beans in 2023 compared to 208,000 hectares in 2022. And and for peas, uh, just over 60,000 hectares in 23 compared to 56 thousand in 22 so that's peas in the peas and beans in the ground roger how would you summarize the peas and beans that have been harvested in the in the past few months um quite variable i'm, I'm hearing anecdotally what, what's your take on it yeah it's um, when, when we came into uh when we came into july there was great optimism for for the uh the national crop um but in reality in reality um Harvest has been difficult and yields have been a little bit more disappointing than had been expected. Uh, I would suggest they're probably below average. And it's it's true that some growers will have had an absolute disaster, whereas others have, have perhaps performed better than they hoped. So great deal of variability regionally and even sort of within growers locally. And, and that's always a bit of a mystery and probably reflects something of growers' techniques, et cetera. But undeniably, the factor that's caused all of this this year has been the weather pattern. Um, we had uh, late, late drilled crops suffered from a, a drought period and they looked like they were going to just about get through 
um, June okay when they were hit by about a week of really hot weather just at the point at which they were going to be flowering. And that probably did for some of their yield potential. The early sown crops, which got away nicely and survived a dry period quite well, they, they, they then suffered in July when we had the wet weather um, all through the harvest period. And, and that did for them, rather than taking the yield, took the quality um, through exposed exposed pods and uh, staining, splitting, that sort of thing. So on the whole, disappointing quality and disappointing yield. Having said that, there are growers out there who will have, had, have done very well and um, will have had good quality and good yield. So a very mixed picture. And how does that play out in the in the market for, for these crops in terms of purchasing? Um, what sort of x farm values are you seeing for the for the key markets we're talking about here and and longer term looking at the uh the harvests internationally what what impacts do you think they might have on the values for those those farmers who do have peas and beans to sell immediately post harvest it it seems a little bit odd this year and that the value for beans has held up really well in comparison to wheat which has fluctuated and and fallen quite dramatically beans have fallen in value from the pre-harvest peaks of around £240 a tonne, but they've only slipped slightly. Um, there might be a number of reasons for that. People people offering short positions, having to buy, buy the crop to make good their requirements. But the longer term view from the trade is that they, they, they think that uh, bean values are probably a little bit high at the moment. Um, this is in comparison to alternative mid-range proteins that can be used for animal feed. Um, and that's that's the age-old thing with beans. Um, if there's not always continuity of supply, so feed compounders have to uh, make a judgment as to what they're going to put in their rations. And, they have to, and at the time that they're making that, they have to judge what's best value for them. And they're not able to forecast the value for beans because they don't know that they're going to have them all year. So you get this cyclical movement of bean prices um, in line with other commodities, if you like, and other, other alternative commodities. Peas, um, most peas uh, have been grown this year, we feel, on, on contracts. So those contract values are pretty much tied in with growers. And I would suggest it's probably a little too early to make a judgment on what's going to happen to free market peas at this point. So if you want to look at the uh, ex-farm prices that are being quoted in the uh, Pulse Market update, then, uh, as I said earlier, go to pgro.org and, and read the full report. So we're going to move now from peas being harvested to, to peas and beans growing into going into the ground. Uh, Steve Belch has joined us for, for this part of the pod. Steve, thanks for joining us. What's your take on where farmers are at in the UK with regards to, to drilling of, of peas and beans from, from what you've heard so far? Yeah, morning, Ben. I think anyone that's drilled early, and by early I mean outside the what the PGRO normal recommendations are for drilling, which is usually from about the last week of October through, um, through November. If you're ploughing down, of course, you can earlier than that because they go deeper, take that little bit longer to come through. But a vast majority of winter beans now are, are drilled. So those that are planted tail end of September, 
running through into early October. Some of those are through the ground already. Anyone that hasn't planted yet, it's going to be difficult. The weather pattern at the moment is for rain, heavy rain, strong winds, and not really drying. So it's going to be a waiting game. Having said that, we do get dry spells, you know, and it could be that we run into December, we get a dry couple of weeks in December, and that gives you an opportunity then. Another option, of course, is maybe drilling on a frost to get them into the ground during that time. Yeah, so um, we're recording this on the 1st of November, certainly looked at the weather forecast this morning, and it doesn't look great for the next few days. So certainly where I am in the middle of the country, I can't imagine there's going to be a huge amount of, of drilling um, going on. How late can you leave it to, to drill? Um, we've got you've got quite a wide window. Um, and I think we've talked before about how um, some some growers might be looking at, at drilling spring beans um, in the winter as well due to potential shortages in, in variety. Is, is that something you've you've heard of? Yeah, the, the, it looks as though there has been a shortage of winter bean seed and we've had a number of inquiries about planting traditional spring bean varieties in the autumn. It's nothing new. Some people have done it in the past. We've done trials with it as well. And yes, you can do it. There, there are some, some issues. Um, one is that you probably need to almost double the population. So from 18 to 20 plants per square meter as a typical spring bean, running up to more like 40 to 45 if you're planting a spring bean in the autumn. The reason for that is that winter beans generally produce branches and they'll produce anywhere between three and five branches, whereas spring beans produce between one, two, possibly even three. But so the number of branches you get there with pod bearing nodes on them is reduced for the spring type. So you need to upload the population because of that. But of course, the, you know, as far as the planting date goes for winter beans, you can run into December and you can even run into the new year. My view, there's little point in planting in January. You might as well late to, wait till the middle of February and go for an early spring planting of a winter bean in middle of February and running on into very early March. We've done some of that work. It goes back an awful long way now, back to 2012. But we had some good comparisons then when, we, in fact, some of our trials in the, in the Octobean project were delayed um, because of wet weather. We did plant winter beans in the spring. And we've got some data from that. To summarise very briefly, winter beans on the whole do yield better than spring beans sown in the spring. But winter beans, when they're sown very early in the spring, yielded about 18% below that of the typical spring bean. So they're not a disaster. You can get a good yield off them. So the growers have a choice to make really is, do I keep my winter beans in the barn ready for planting for autumn 2024, or do I plant them in the spring? Again, there's a slight downside. You do need to up the population of the winter beans from their typical 18 to 20 plants per square meter, more like to 40 plants per square meter, just to keep the yield um, up towards that of a spring bean. And from a PGRO point of view, trials for for, for harvesting next year how are you how are you getting on with uh, with drilling for those any any signs of any action there we've not heard of anyone that's drilled so far 
but the protocol it kind of states that you drill from about the last week of October onwards. So, you know, we're in that window. People are waiting to see. And of course, we, we have trials throughout the throughout um, England. Um, some are over in the west, some are in in the in the in the south, uh, and some are in the north. So, so we've got a variation there. But the weather pattern as it is now, it's pretty much countrywide. Yeah, fingers crossed for some dry weather. Thanks, Steve, for joining us. And thanks also to Roger for, for joining us today. If you're coming to CropTech in a few weeks, we'll look forward to seeing you. The PGRO has a stand there. So come along and have a chat to some of the staff there about some of the research work that's been going on um, and is also due to be taking place in the next few years. There's some exciting stuff happening in this sector. So make sure you come along and say hello. Everything else is on the PGRO website, pgro.org. And make sure you hit the subscribe button so that you're notified every time we release one of these podcasts. Thanks for joining us and see you next time.